What does it mean to be a writer for The Hustle Zone? It means you are a person that takes action, even when you're unsure what action you are going to take. It means you are creative, thinking of crafty ways to make your community better. It means you have already sacrificed a lot so you could have freedom. It means you're obsessed with being a winner rather than being the status quo. It means you love a challenge and that you won't back down no matter the circumstances. It means you don't know the words quit and no. It means you eat fear for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It means you do what you love. Look, our lifestyle may not be normal to average folks, but it is our culture. This isn't a fad or a trend. We live and breathe the culture of entrepreneurialism. With us, there are no excuses. There are just results, blood, sweat, and tears. You have been chosen to represent a culture that everybody wants to live, but can't because they don't want to change their habits. Folks, welcome to Team Hustle Zone, the world's first living documentary for entrepreneurs. can do this I can do this I can do this I can do this no I can do this yo I can guys I will never fall down they'll never catch me broke cause I'm put together now and when I make my Entrepreneurs love risk. They love freedom. They value time. They take action. They make moves. They hustle. They grind. Some are flashy. Some are frugal. Some are women. Some are men. Some are kids. It doesn't matter who you are or where you've been. We may cry. We never quit. It is in our veins. You may laugh when we say for you to remember our names. Remember our names, hear our tone, and get the f*** out of the way if you're not in the Hustle Zone. The Hustle Zone captures the spirit of the entrepreneur, highlighting the story that leads to the glory. If you are an entrepreneur and have a compelling story to tell about your journey, make sure to DM the Hustle Zone and we'll get you on our show. Welcome to the Hustle Zone. Snap! Oh snap, it's Ryan Perez. Welcome to the Hustle Zone. We got a better camera, y'all. Um, 
how are you guys doing today? Um, I'm just sending this out to the normal groups that I sent it to. So I'm just going to let a few of you guys... I know on a Friday night, the Hustle Zone is usually like... It's not really on and popping because people actually have lives. While I'm still, you know, doing Hustle Zones every day. Um, hold on. I'm just going to send this out to there. So how are you folks doing um, you know, we've had a, um, we've had a hell of a, uh, uh, hustle zone week. I mean, there's a lot of great things that happened. People learned how to make $10,000. That was cool. Um, and we also, um, we learned how to build a brand. That was cool. And, um, and the rest of the shows, I don't remember. It's been a breeze, but you know, um, thank you guys all for tuning in. Um, you, you see me wearing this nice, uh, hustle zone shirt, a little bit too small for me, but it's okay. Um, we, we would not be here without the support of you guys. So if you don't mind head over to hustlezone.clothing. We got tanks, we have everything. Um, and then we're going to be building out a clothing line uh, pretty soon. But, you know, we're not, like, clothing clothing line worthy. I mean, like, we're, we're not that famous. Jeez. Uh, but we're working on it. Um, now, um, I, I do want to say that all the links to the Hustle Zone is in the description. So if you want to participate, you want to be part of the group, um, you know, by all means, please do so. We do have the Hustle Zone magazine coming up. Um, on September 1st so you know I want to give a big shout out shout out to um, to Jason Daniels to Mark and Carla Elkhill um, Chantel Lee Anthony McClanahan Ricardo McRae and um, and Jamie Lynn these are all and now we have Michael Haynes now he he's uh, the entrepreneur with cerebral palsy you know, so he's going to be coming onto the team, and you know, all of us are going to be writing some great articles. And I'm, and I hopefully my guests want to write on the Hustle Zone as well. So we're definitely going to ask her tonight um, if she would. Um, what else? What else can I say? I mean, um, the the whole thing about the Hustle Zone is that we are trying to make this into a like we're, we're attempting to make entrepreneurialism as a culture not just a lifestyle because not all of us are rich not all of us are you know all of us some of us are climbing up that ladder now and um but we still consider ourselves as entrepreneurs because you have those 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 mean old guys that come up on here is like you need to grind and grind hustle 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 grind and hustle hustle and grind and uh, hustle and grind take action Hustle, 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 grind, 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 take action, you know, like, holy moly, like, how many times do I got to hear 10x, got a 10x, yo, 10x, hustle, action, take action, and you're not an entrepreneur if you don't got Rolexes, I got Rolexes, look at me, uh, I'm Puff Daddy, you know what I mean, like, I don't care, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm playing with you guys, but still, um, yeah, it, a part of my life is all about the hustle and grind, but you know we want to expand upon that. Wouldn't you all agree um, that we need to expand on the on on the just the definition of entrepreneurialism? And you know, pe like some people were saying, well, the hustle zone brand is like more so a masculine brand, and it's not. I mean, there's you know, every time we have women on the hustle zone they give a different perspective like you know it's all encompassing you know we we're 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 gender neutral here this is not a <sighs> i try not to give off that vibe you know even though the earlier hustle zones i was screaming and yelling that's why i'm not i i, I try going back to looking at those hustle zone videos and i cringe because i'm like <sighs> hustle you know, trying to match Shane to train. I can't match Shane to train at all. So I, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, so we, who's going to win the the $1,000 credit um, to Bowtie Creative? So we had, um, I had Susan tally it up. So I'm hoping Susan would send me a message. So by the time, um, you know, so Susan, please send me the message. 
who won? Uh, it was between Kelby uh, Dixon and Mark Elkhill who won the thousand dollar credit. So please uh, let me know. Um, now before we get to our guests, one more thing. <laughs> She's like, "Come on, let's go." Um, Who is the best entrepreneur? Okay, so we have, um, and of course, a part of the hustle zone is the great debate, okay? So um, I, you guys already see on the top of my screen here, um, you know, there's a like button and, and a heart button. Um, the like button is for the, my mouse is doing so, some funky things right now. There's a, there's a like button and there is a heart button. So uh, today, tonight's great debate is, um, who is the best entrepreneur? So Bill Gates. So who's the best entrepreneur? Is it Bill Gates or Steve Jobs? Come on folks. So, and make sure you guys like and share, like and share, like and share, like and share. Don't you guys like the new setup? Kind of, it's kind of like this. I'm just like. I'm gonna have to like scoot over when we do the side by side, but I kind of opened up the the landscape. I got a different lens so that you guys can you guys can see all of me. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> anyway, so who's on tonight? Let's check out the comments. So Rob Glow, he says he's on point. Rob, uh, it was nice talking to you today. Rob is a uh, web designer, graphic designer. Um, it's St. Louis thing, Hustle Zone. Awesome. And we got Chris Ripka, take massive action. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to. You know, how many times we got to hear it, man? Shit. Uh, but I guess that's, that's what it's all about, on points. Okay, so who else is in the room? And hopefully Susan can come in and let me know who wins that $100,000 credit. Uh, take massive, Im imperfect action. Okay, so... Folks, so tonight we have a guest. Um, she has a really fun life, you know, uh, from uh, I last year I would call her. What's up, Jen, Jen, Jen? Because there was a girl named Jen that was an entrepreneur. I don't know if you guys know who this this woman was, but she was supposed to be on the hustle zone and she didn't end up coming on the hustle zone because I don't think she thought I was that serious or something. Um, but I would call I would mix her her up with Jesse. But I know Jesse because Jesse, Jesse is all over my social media, okay? She's combing her hair. She's in the car. You know, she's talking about motivation. She's doing, you know, and I think she Snapchats as well. You know, she is just on point. And I've been watching it for the whole year. I've been watching, I've been watching, um, but you know, it's so funny, like, not even that it's funny, it's just that, you know, it's it's funny how all of us, we started out somewhere and, you know, we've kind of developed this community of entrepreneurs. Um, we've all developed this community and it's just, it's addictive. It's like our children are like dying of hunger in the background and we're all on our lives. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, don't worry, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll feed you later. Let's, uh. Let's get back on these lives, but no, but it, it's honestly a great culture and, you know, and everyone has their own perspective and, and differences to it. So I'm, I'm so happy to, to have Miss Jessie. I, I, now I totally, and I got ADD and I don't know the last name yet. Knoyer, Knoyer, is it it? Knoyer, Knoyer, I got it. So folks. Welcome to the Hustle Zone, Jesse Connors. No, joking. <laughs> Don't you do that again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I knew you were going to do that. I knew it. <laughs> hey, guys. Knoyer. Knoyer. Yeah. I got it right. How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, now I got to, like, switch. So... <laughs> So yeah, no, I'm do I'm doing great. So welcome to the Hustle Zone, and um, you know you were on the Hustle Zone when we first were trying to figure it out. You know, yes, 
we had we had very interesting conversations. Uh, you shared the stage with. I think I double booked that day, so I had to put. Uh, I had two people on, and we had my friend Chris. Yes. And he had a dream board, and the dream board was super hilarious because he wanted to get laid, and then he wanted, uh, you know, a million dollars. And I'm sure yep. when you get a million dollars, you get laid from everybody. But you know, the reality is, is that. Um, you had a very interest. What I what I real what I liked about that episode was that, you know, I never seen a your a, a dream board that detailed in my life. You like you had it all, and at that time, you accomplished a lot in that dream board. Like you did a lot, so I think that's amazing. So you know, from from last time I saw you, you're gonna have to share with me what you've accomplished on the dream board. Um, this time around, but, um, so like, how, how has it been? Um, it has been amazing. It's been a crazy journey. That's for sure. So the first time I was on the hustle zone, um, I think the biggest thing that we accomplished was paying off my car, which at the time, you know, um, it was one of those high interest cars that I'm like, I am never going to be able to pay this off until I'm like 30. I'm sorry. My cat's like crawling all over me. Uh Um, anyway, Um, anyway, I'm like, I'm never going to be able to pay this car off because at the time um, I needed a car and funds were crazy before I took this crazy leap of faith and did something different. And it wound up being like a, a $10,000 car wound up being like almost 20 something thousand dollars that we were paying. Uh, wound up paying that off. Um, we uh, took a family vacation. We um, started our own businesses, um, like other side businesses. Uh, we paid for Christmas in cash, which was amazing. Um, and then we started looking to buy a home. Whoa. And then this year we did, we crossed off the biggest thing on our dream board and we bought our first brand new house. (laughs) Holy moly. Yeah. That's serious. Like it was all on your dream board. I remember it. it. So we're going to have to go back to that episode. And actually, like, wow! So that really happened. Yeah. Um, in and one so I had year. to make a new one. And that this was, one's it's not even one year. It's been less than a year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I I I just I see it. I write it down, and I have to go after it. You know. So, like, have you always been this goal, or like, you know, driven? Um. Honestly, no, no, I wasn't. When I was younger, I didn't have like goals or dreams or anything like that. But I guess that was like due to my background and where I came from. And, um, you know, a a lot of people know my story that follow me on Facebook. You know, I um, came from absolutely nothing. I grew up in a rundown trailer park. Um, My parents, I came from a very broken home. Um, I'm literally the prodigy of addiction and mental illness. And I, I, thought I was just going to fail. Honestly, I didn't have a lot of dreams and things when I was a kid. Um, I actually got wound up being a high school dropout and a teen mom and uh, having my daughter basically kind of opened my eyes and made me want to do more. I wanted to show her that, you know, she can do anything, anything that she sets her mind to, she can do it. And so uh, now I have two kids and I'm 24 and married and, you know, um, I have to show them that they can do anything. They are watching every move I make. You know, my daughter all the time is very involved in our team. And she's like, mom, how's the team doing? Like, you know, and see her herself being a part of our dream board because she's six. My son is only two, so he doesn't really get it. Mm -hmm. But like with her crossing those little things off that she wants for herself and seeing that we're doing that with her, she absolutely loves it. And I have to set that example. Wow. So, so Jesse, you didn't tell me all this stuff last time. Um, I know. Um, I think last time uh, I was so nervous and, you know, I, I don't know. I, uh, sharing my story, it took me uh, a lot of courage to actually kind of let people in and let them know where I came from and uh, the, my background and things like that. Cause it was scary. It's getting out there and just being like, Hey, so look, I might look like I have it all together, but if you knew me eight years ago, you'd be like, who is this girl? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, I am going to ask you the same question again, uh, because this is the hustle zone and we're the ones, the first ones to be like, what's your story? You know, it's so funny. 
I just got to cut to me for one second here. Everybody okay. in their dog in their show is like, what's your story? And I want to say that I was one of the people that invented it first. So you guys need to understand. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I love it. I love it all. I just, you know, I just wanted to say that for because I have this. I don't know if you can see on my screen, Jesse, but I have the widescreen thing, and it's just a toy that I like to play with sometimes, but it never really comes. It's, it's just a. Oh my god, this is the hustle zone, folks. But anyway, <laughs> but 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 anyway, um, so I want to. I want to ask you again, you know, this time, because now that you've, you've, you've opened up to everybody, I would like to know, like, what is your story? Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, I guess starting from a, like far, far back. So we're going to go 24 years ago. Actually, it's really funny. Um, I just had this conversation earlier today with my father. Um, as he told me, I was a backseat baby of a car that kind of looked like a Porsche. It wasn't supposed to happen, but I happened. <laughs> wow. um, it, it was jokingly as he yeah. said that. Just so you guys know, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my parents, they were very toxic together. They didn't last long. Um, my mother... Uh, she struggled with a lot of personal issues when I was growing up. And, um, you know, her story I'm not fully out there with, so I'm not going to go into every detail. But um, my father and I, um, we've had a rocky relationship my whole life. He's been kind of in and out. Um, he's very awesome about me, like sharing his story very openly, because if you knew him now, he's like the most awesome person, but my father had a very rough childhood as well. And he grew up, um, thinking that drugs and things were okay. Um, he was dealing and using, and he wasn't very active in my life when I was growing up and, um, spent a lot of time in prison and I had major, major, I guess what you would call daddy issues growing up. I rebelled so much. I was in trouble, kicked out of school, um, got sent away. I mean, I just, I, I don't know what I was looking for in my teen years, but, um, it, it definitely made me who I am now. So going back just a little bit more, um, I literally grew up in a rundown trailer. This trailer had holes all over the walls. Um, it was in this trailer park. Um, actually, I remember this time, one of my friends, her parents came to bring her to my home. And they said that she couldn't stay because of where I lived. It wasn't um, a really good place. There were a lot of drugs. Actually, there was a meth lab that blew up like two trailers above me. Um, but I grew up around that stuff. I um, didn't really know any better. Um, I was kind of, it was kind of always there and around in my family. So, you know, I was like, oh, it's okay, you know? And other people were like, what? This girl's crazy. But no, okay. Um, getting a little sidetracked here. So, anyways, going through um, school and everything else, um, I wound up dropping out of school because. I, I couldn't do it. I hated going to school. I um, was bullied a lot. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. Um, you know, I was poor. Um, when my parents were separated, my father was mostly in prison, and my mother, um, you know, she was struggling with her own stuff. And she, I got to give her credit. You know, she she tried, she tried, but uh, you know, she she. Couldn't do it. Um, and my grandparents had a huge hand in raising me and my siblings. And my grandmother is a um, paranoid schizophrenic. So if you know what that is, and if you know anything about schizophrenia, it is a chemical imbalance of the brain. And my grandmother um, is very scary. You know, being a young kid, you, you think you know, your grandma's right because that's your grandma and you love her so much. And, mm -hmm. you know, she, you know, would think that like people were out to get her and things like that. So growing up with that and just watching her, 
you know, going through these episodes and um, these things happening to her that weren't really happening. You know, that was so confusing as a small child. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of my background. And I got older. I just wanted to rebel, ran away, you know, got in trouble with the law, uh, wound up meeting my husband at 16. And he kind of had a little change in my heart, I guess, and I um, wound up getting pregnant, and my daughter pretty much saved my life and made everything amazing, so mm-hmm. that's kind of my story. I feel like I was all over the place with it. No, no, <laughs> I'm just listening because, I mean, like, everyone has a story, and I think that, um, and then, and a story doesn't, you know, it's not just, uh, so I woke up today and I went to the store, and then the end, you know, like... There's a lot of side stories and things that are happening, but you know, there's a few things that I want to kind of touch on, but you know, the, the, like schizophrenia is is no joke. And I mean, you know, it's just a symptom of, um, it's just like schizophrenia is a symptom that just like me having an asthma attack when someone is having an episode and you know, that's just, you know, it can, it definitely can be managed. Right. So it's not like people with schizophrenia are monsters. Um, however, you know, it is a challenge sometimes, you know, dealing with some people, uh, with schizophrenia because they, there, there is the paranoia and there's the after effects. It's, you know, the insecurity and, and whatnot. So, you know, that, and even then this was, this was 10 years ago. And, um, back then, you know, the medications weren't as great as they are now because my uncle is also a, he has severe schizophrenic. He is a severe schizophrenic, um, like the medicines aren't like they were now. So it was trial and error trying to, um, you know, help balance her out. And, you know, we all know how medications go. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how did you, like, you being young, because, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really get it. You know, you, no. just, you just see it happening. So when did it start affecting you? Um, mentally, like, when did it just dawn on you that, whoa, like, this is real, and this is Um, something different? Actually, I remember this day very, very clearly. I was about nine years old, and I had walked over to my neighbors. Um, Their names, I'll just say Robin, and I knocked on their door, and I asked them to stop hurting my grandma. And they sat me down on their swing and they told me that they weren't doing anything. They, they weren't, you know, um, shocking her or things that she had thought that they were doing. Um, and that she was very sick. And I think that's when it kind of hit me. Um, I guess trying to deal with that reality that, you know, maybe the things that she's saying isn't real, but at the same time, she was my grandma So I, you know, I loved her and I had her back and I was like, no, like this isn't real because I didn't want to believe it, but I knew, you know, I knew something wasn't right. But at the same time, um, because of that, that incident too, um, growing up, I never really spoke out anymore, you know, after that, because I felt like I tried to go over there and like be a badass and like save my grandma because I love her and she's like my mom and I go over there and they basically like shut me down, you know? And so after that, I kind of just, I didn't have like the courage to like say anything else any other time. Mm -hmm. And um, when did you realize that, you know, like being in that situation, being in a broke, like you said, a broken home, I'm just quoting you. um, Yeah. When, like, did you ever have any hopes of, you know, of being someone someday and, you know, being rich and being, you know, like, did you ever dream during those times or were, like, like, were the realities a little bit different for you? Did you not think that any of that could, could happen? Um, I'm going to be completely honest. No, I... Honestly, I, <laughs> it's terrible to say, but I battled really bad depression um, in my teen years. And I wanted, I wanted my life to be over as a teenager. And, and 
that doesn't sound right, right? You know, especially anybody that knows me now, I'm like a happy, fun, bubbly person. But back then, you know, I had to grow up way too fast. And my childhood was basically ripped away from me. I didn't get to experience all the cool things that other kids are supposed to um, because of the fact that I had to grow up way too fast at a very young age. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I, like, I don't have similar, like, I don't have a similar story, but like, there are some parallels, um, you know, just having to grow up young, because my mom was a single mom. And, um, and, you know, she wasn't really around. So we had to teach ourselves how to cook and stuff like that. So I was always mature than than the other kids and didn't really get a chance to, uh, you know, really enjoy my childhood, you know, so to say so. You know, and and it kind of when you think about that kind of stuff, it to parents sometimes it doesn't really matter to kids because like you know what kids will forget, kids will get over it. But then, you know, when you get older and you start raising, like what dawned on me is when I started raising my son and realizing, you know, replaying my life through my son, I started getting flashbacks, memories. Did that ever happen when you were raising your daughter? Um, yeah, actually, um, so many, it's really funny because after we had, um, our daughter, probably when she was like two years old, we had moved back to my hometown, um, which was crazy because I never in a million years thought I would move back there. And like, we would be driving and I would, I, I wanted, I want to share a little bit of my life with my daughter, but not yet, you know, not like any of the crazy stuff until she's older and, you know, things like that, of course, but like taking her to um, this place, this park where I used to kind of live by um, and that crappy trailer, <laughs> um, flashbacks all the time. And none of them are ever really good. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. And now moving forward, when was it the time um, that you realized that, hey, I got some hope, like, you know, like my life has changed and, um, you know, or not my life has changed, but like, I'm, a, I'm about to, to venture into something different. Like when, when did that happen? Um, honestly, when I peed on a stick and it came back positive, <laughs> <laughs> that is when it kind of changed for me. Um, I never before I, I, I didn't want to be a parent. I didn't want a family um, because I was like, if if I have a family, I'm going to be, I'm going to repeat, you know, I don't want to be like my parents. And I think when I peed on that stick, I made a promise to myself that I was going to do absolutely everything that I could to be the best mom that I could be. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. My daughter will tell you that I'm not perfect, but I love my kids and they have, you know, everything that they could possibly want or need. You know, I do the best that I can. And, you know, they don't, they don't go without, they don't, they don't live in a, a broken environment either. Right. Right. I mean, and none of us, like, none of us are perfect. Like today I forgot, uh, normally every Friday my son gets a half day and I forgot to pick him up. So I'm like, Oh Lord, you know, and then you, you realize that um, you know, because for me, it's devastating. It's devastating whenever I make a mistake, but you know, um, but then you have to realize that you're, you're a parent, you know, and all parents make mistakes. Not every parent is good, but the one thing that with all parents that you can't replace is the love that you have for your children. You know, it's yeah. like, I tell my son, no one's going to love you more than me and my, your right. mom. you know what I mean? No one. You know, and that having that telling him that I realized my mom loves me, you know, and and my dad loves me, even though I didn't think that they were perfect either, but they love me because like, you know, you like they were holding me in their arms and everything. It's not like I, you know, I was, a you know, like a man child when I was (laughs) right. But the reality is, is that like, you know, we're not perfect. And but the, the fact that your your kids get to see you just work as hard, but then you accomplishing your goals. I mean, that's going to change their lives forever. 
You know, like they're not going to go through the same thing, watching their moms like accomplish everything increment by increment. And so when you had when you had your kid, what was the first decision that you made um, to put your life in a direction? Uh, we can get a job. <laughs> that was my first thing was getting a job. I bought this crappy. Oh, my goodness. This crappy eight hundred dollar car off Craigslist. Um, it had no power steering. Uh, the gas gauge didn't work, so we we're always running out of gas. Um, it, oh, it had so many issues, but I bought it, and it was my car, and that's how I was going to get around, and da da da. And I was going to go back and forth to work, and you know, take my daughter to her doctor's appointments and everything like that. So, I was I was really proud of that car. Wow, because I bought. It. It's always nice <laughs> to have a car, right? Instead of having to take yeah. the bus. <laughs> so you're working, you got a car, you met your husband. When did you and your husband decide that you wanted to be entrepreneurs? This is crazy. So um, actually, it's been two years that we decided we are going to be entrepreneurs. Um, we started with opening our own um, custom fabrication shop, Knoyer's Custom Fabrication. We do all kinds of um, metal work. We make headache racks we make roll bars we make fire pits you know everything uh any people bring us these crazy ideas and my husband's like yeah let's do it you know um so we started that two years ago um at our well my in-laws his parents um shop and it's it's been over time it's been awesome uh, it's been exciting it's been fun uh, you know it has its slow moments things like that but they say the first three years in business is the hardest um and then shortly after that i started my own photography business and um it was doing great i loved it i loved it i loved it but my passion slowly kind of drifted away and then I kind of got wrapped up in this crazy health and wellness gig and I fell in love with it and I just ran with it and I've never been happier. <laughs> like I have an awesome team. I love what I do. I have amazing clients. Like it's, it's bomb. <laughs> wow. It's the bomb.com. And yes. um, so when did you, st who, who, who gave the idea to do the dream board? The dream board? Um, well, that was kind of just, a thing like I, I don't know people are always talking about writing down your goals and da, da 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 and the dream board just happened like it just out of the blue happened we started doing it um two years ago and it was small like a little bitty board and then it just kind of grew bigger and now we have a smaller one it's on the fridge but it's like it has so many more things on it than the other one did <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, you know, like, how long have you had this dream board and how long did it take for you to accomplish all this stuff on there? Um, so the first one we had for um, like six months and it was like, no, Oh yeah. he's over here dictating my story. My husband, go put a shirt on. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so, the first one um, we had for like six months and then we crossed it all off and we were, we were actually at the time we bought our house and we were moving and it got ruined. So we're like, Oh, we're just going to make a new one. And then, so we made this one that we have now on the fridge. Um, will you actually bring it to me? Bring me the dream board. Yeah. And we um, have started already crossing things off on this one, which we're super, super excited about. Um, so like I said, this one's not as fancy as my other big one. But it works, you know, it works. It's fun. So as soon as he brings it over here. <laughs> okay, so like I said, it's not as big, but there, do you remember my, my other one I had on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has way more things on it. Um, so we... Couple things that we've already crossed off because da da da. So we put buy our home back on here because of the fact that when we moved in here or getting ready to move, we didn't officially buy it yet. So we had it back on this one when our other one got ruined. So we crossed off buying our home. 
and we have a beautiful brand new house that was just built in January and we absolutely love it and it's and so it's, fun. Wow. And it amazing. still smells new. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next thing was uh, we bought a new Harley Davidson. Whoa! <laughs> that was that was definitely Kyle's thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one we're about to cross off, and it's putting a patio out back, which we are going to be doing that in the next couple weeks, like a big, big patio to hang out and have barbecues and family get-togethers and everything. 18 by 30, so we're pretty excited about that. And then, so those are the ones that we've crossed off already for this year. So I'm going to go ahead and just give you the rundown of what else we're going to do this year. You ready? Yep. All right, so we're going to finish our basement. We are doing a family vacation. We're going to be doing a huge give back. Um, I'm not 100% sure what I want to do this year, but I want to do something big, like maybe like a book drive or something, something like I can do in my community or maybe like a shoe drive, something fun. Mm -hmm. um, paying off our truck. Can't wait for that one. Uh, skydiving. Um, our trip to Colorado. Mm -hmm. um, we want to adopt a family for Christmas. Putting in our fence. The kids really, really want a big, big pool. So that is our that's one that's on there for them. They want that one so badly. Um, Disneyland, of course, because my kids want to go to Disney. We're in the process of planning to take that trip. So I'm super excited. Um, let me see. I think that's pretty much everything that I have on here. Oh, and then, of course, expanding Knoyer's Custom um, even more. Um, instead of just being local, make it kind of like maybe Missouri statewide. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So I think that, um, I think that, that like, it makes me excited. And, and I know that you, you said you were going to put another, uh, uh, item on that, uh, dream board. You were going to pay off Ryan's debts and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay off his debts and buy him a new home and stuff because you got the Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, I'll get that on there, Ryan. <laughs> but um, when, it, when it came to um, you're accomplishing all these goals, do people look at you now and think you had it all from the beginning? Like, did people think that you, that you were lucky? Yes. I cannot, I've had messages like, um, when I share my story sometimes on Facebook or I love going live and sharing things with, um, all my friends. I, I love people. Like that's what I do. I just love people. Um, and I love sharing my story, but, um, yeah, I've gotten messages so many times people being like, I would never think that you would be going through that. Or people, people think that I have a perfect life and I'm like, what, what? Or um, one of the things one time was uh, somebody, I shared my story, just like, you know, just some small little paragraph in an old photo or whatever. And somebody had messaged me and they're like, I would never peg you for somebody to go through all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, so because of like where I'm at right now in life, that doesn't mean that I didn't have any hardships or I didn't go through things or I haven't been through hell and backed and fought my way out, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and, and some people, even for me, I can, I can, I can, I can say the same thing. It's like, you know, um, people just don't know. And I don't, it's not like I want them to know. It's like, Hey, I was a bad kid when I was a teenager and I wanted to see all that. But I think that, you know, the reality is, is that people have this misconception about success. It's like success is for those who are lucky and you have to be lucky. And I don't, I don't, I think that's a, like, I, I, I feel like. You know, um, I feel like success is more so like a Rubik's cube. If you don't have the, um, I think I got frozen. Um, I think we're both frozen. Oh, now we're not frozen. But yeah, if you don't have the algorithm, you don't get it. You know what I mean? And yeah, you you just what are your habits that allow you to get there? Like what you know, what's your algorithm to success? 
Okay, so honestly, I'm huge, 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 huge on self-development. Like, I kind of push it on my team a little bit, but I'm huge. Um, I truly believe that when I wake up in the morning, the first 20 minutes of my day, are that's what matters the most. That is how the rest of my day is going to be. So when I wake up, I'm not kidding. I turn over, I hit my TV on, and I put on... Um, it kind of depends on who I'm in the mood for, but I'm going to just throw Les Brown out there because he's amazing. Um, I listen to that, and then, you know, I, I'm listening, I'm feeling I'm brushing my teeth, I'm looking in the mirror, and my team knows I do this, and it sounds crazy, but, like, I will put my, like, finger on the mirror and be like, you are enough, like, every single morning, and I know my team thinks I'm crazy because I do that, and I, like, write little messages and stuff the night before on my mirrors, um, you know, I know that sounds crazy, but it's not. I promise. It, like, works. <laughs> um, but, like, I sit there and brush my teeth, and I look up, and I'm listening to uh, Les Brown on the TV. And I look up, and I see, you know, my message written there. And then I can sit there, and I can look in the mirror. And when I look in the mirror, that, that reflection, like, when you can actually look in the mirror and just be like, yes, like, you are enough. You are awesome. You know, that is a good feeling because I remember a point in time in my life that I couldn't even look in the mirror because I was just – I was ashamed. I, I couldn't look in a mirror and be like, oh, yeah, you, you know. Um, so, like, I guess my regimen basically is all about self-development because every single day I have to grow as a person in order to help myself, help my family, help my team, um, help people around me. I can't help anybody if I can't help myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, I see keep on pressing the wrong button here. Uh, I'm going to cut just to me for a second. We're just going to do a little break. Um, folks, I know that it says Jesse uh, Knoyer, the host of the Hustle Zone. That wasn't, that was by accident. So <laughs> I forgot we, cause I called her like um, probably eight o'clock and I said, Hey, do you want to be on the Hustle Zone? And then we're scrambling to get everything together, but you know, I'm not perfect by any means but my camera is perfect y'all <laughs> and the microphone is perfect too and the new lens that i got was perfect so i still got some time to like screw up a few times i'm joking i don't um so i apologize um so uh we just got the tally in and mark elkhill won the thousand dollar credit to botac creative so, Mark, you can use that credit towards a website or to towards branding. So, you know, hit me up. We'll have to schedule a time in the next couple of weeks to go over, you know, um, in detail, you know, what you would like to do with that credit. Um, but congratulations. We had, a, we had a trivia, and the trivia was pretty awesome. And we're going to be doing that. Like, it was just fun. Like, it, it just, it's nice to see the group of people. So we're just going to read the comments. And we had, we had like a very, we had a historic comment come in through uh, the Hustle Zone. Your dad said, you know, he's like, you know, this is my daughter. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty powerful. <laughs> you know, he's like, I cannot believe it. He said something like that. So I'm going to pull up these comments right now. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not on the right comments section here. <laughs> Let me... There's all these buttons. It's really hard for someone with dyslexia to, like, do stuff. It's just, like, I swear I to God. Ha I'm dyslexic. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Always screwing stuff up. Okay. But um, here, okay, we, we brought in the comments, didn't we? And the comments are not coming through. Let me just refresh. Oh, you know what? Because we timed out. Uh, it times out after an hour, so I can't bring the comments in. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read from what I see. And, um, you know, so you got Lindsay um, um, Hetrick, and she says, you are such an inspiration. And Marjorie Aww. says, girly, I love your personality. Okay, that's awesome. Um, Billy Russell says, I have an extra dealer. He turned his life around and put my kids through a lot of pain. Wow. Uh, my father, that is my father, actually, Billy Russell commenting. Um, so he got his GED in prison, so he is not the best speller. But what he's trying to say is I have an 
I am an ex-drug dealer who turned his life around and put my kids through hell. Oh. Wow. But look my, um, I've actually shared my father's testimony because a lot of people don't know this, but um, my father and I actually just reconnected in the last year. <laughs> We're actually uh, become really good friends. We actually have a really cool bond. Um, my kids have even started calling him Papa, which is really awesome. Uh, we hang out pretty much every Sunday, which is really cool. He comes over and we barbecue. Uh, we have an amazing relationship now, but it hasn't been that way. Um, it's been the last year. Yeah, I was 23 when we reconnected. I'm 24. Um, and he's he um, goes to church all the time and he's turned his whole life around and he ha has a really good job and he's getting married and we love Heather she's amazing and um, he he's an awesome person now and it's really nice to like see that and have him a part of my life now because I, I went so many years without it right. and he you know it's awesome he I've shared his testimony so many times on my Facebook and you know he he knows what he did you know he knows that it was hard. It was hard to grow up. Um, or when I was younger, it was seeing him in glass, you know. Um, and then after a while, there was no more visitations. And then when he was home, he wasn't being a dad. He wanted to hustle other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just didn't it didn't click in at that time, you know. And oh, it's fine. Yeah, but. Now you guys have a beautiful relationship. I'm loving the fact that he's participating in the Hustle Zone. This is all live, um, which is pretty cool. But it really helps me understand you better because last time when you came on, at, like you know, I just thought, oh, she's just regular, regular life. She does everything. She's doing that school. <laughs> I was gonna, no. you know, I, I didn't expect that this was gonna happen today because we, you know, because you said no. I didn't. Everything is cool, but the you know the, I, but anyway, like I think this is amazing, and you are an, you are an inspiration. We're gonna have to close this out uh, because it's already an hour. Holy cow! And and I am so long winded that I'm so long winded that I, uh, you know, sometimes the hustle zone ends at eleven o'clock, and my clients are like. When's that website? Is it done yet? So, <laughs> um, okay. So let's change the line of questioning here. Um, what's your favorite movie? My favorite what? Sorry, I couldn't movie. hear you for a second. Movie. Oh, okay. So my absolute favorite movie right now is A Dog's Purpose. <laughs> I watched it like 50 times and I cried. It is so good. It is like the sweetest movie ever. I had this dog <laughs> when I was a kid, and he was like my best friend, and he played soccer, and like I love dogs. <laughs> That's awesome. And what is your favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? <gasps> Pineapple cheesecake. <laughs> pineapple cheesecake? I've it is so pineapple good. Pineapple cheesecake. That sounds so good. It is, um, it is heaven in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, pineapple cheesecake, and what what pisses you off? What pisses me off? Mm -hmm. My husband gets my, my husband. No, just kidding. <laughs> just She's kidding. not kidding. Ugh. Anyway, um, I don't. Um, geez, what really pisses me off? Um, I do not like judgmental people. Like, I hate when people feel like they have to have an opinion of people all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't like that. That is, like, the one thing that I really get angry about. Like, I hate when people mom bash. I hate when people, when girls are just absolutely mean to other girls. I see it all the time, and I'm just, like, block and delete. Like, I can't, I can't. I hate, I want to say something, but I'm just, like, oh, no. I don't like people just being mean for no reason. Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay, I'm done. Okay. Well, that was interesting. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm going to judge you right now. Uh, but, um, okay. And then if you could turn back the hand of time, what would you say to that young girl that was growing up? Oh, my gosh. 
There's so much I would say to her. I would say that it's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. <laughs> no matter what anybody says, you are absolutely beautiful. Wow. 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 I'm going to cry. <laughs> You're going to make me cry right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How does that make you feel to say that? It feels good. It's not, it's, it's crazy. I honestly have never been asked that question before. So it kind of hits home a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but it feels good. It feels good to know that I've come this far. Yeah. It honestly feels good to see you come this far. And it, it it's like anyone, if they apply themselves, you know, they could, they can be somebody and you've really demonstrated that. And, um, so let us know where, where we can find you. Um, absolutely anywhere. I am all over Facebook, all over Facebook. So go ahead and add me. Um, I have Instagram and it's catching up with Jesse. Snapchat catching up with Jesse. That's kind of my thing because, um, I like to, I like to keep life going. And so people just got to play catch up with me. You know, every day is a new day. I don't live for yesterday anymore. So, catch it up with Jesse. So, yeah, and, uh, will you come back on? Well, I was going to ask you. You're going to be a writer for the Hustle Zone, or do you have? Time? Of course, I. I love the Hustle Zone. Even from the first time I was on here, and I was like so nervous and like I didn't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely, I would write for the Hustle Zone. Well, I'm going to send you an email. It is very daunting. There's a lot of, there's paperwork and all that stuff, but we, we are going to do something really what? big. Oh yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's huge, Okay, but it's huge. But I, mean, it, I really want to have you because I think your story is amazing. And I think that also, um, you know, even if you didn't tell the story tonight, you know, I've been watching your stuff. Um, like I don't really get a chance to comment or go in to everybody's like videos, right? Because like, if I did that, like, I'm sure I would be like doing the hustle zone from like a bridge <laughs> somewhere. Right. Like, right. But the, um, you know, but you, you just, you, you live such a really good life. You, you seem really happy and you have a lot of fun with your lives. You're dancing, you got kids <laughs> and there's just all these great things. So it's, it's like, you know, folks, that's why like this whole 5,000 friend thing, like I got 5,000 friends now and they're all entrepreneurs. You got to keep like folks, you got to keep on adding entrepreneurs because the thing about it is that you're never going to find a negative story on your timeline straight up. Like yeah. every time you yeah. go down, unless someone's like, wow, man, those black lives matter. <laughs> so block and delete. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh Ryan. without a little bit of humor right <laughs> but no I, but, but i rarely see people being political it, it's just it's like linkedin but where all the people are at linkedin i find that linkedin is like the place where people think they're social mediaing they're like and then just put it out there and nothing happens but facebook is like a place where you know, we all get to see each other's lives and we all get to see each other expand and grow and to do great things. And you are one of those people. That's why I remember your name now. And I'll continue to remember your name, Jen. <coughs> I'm going to kick your butt, Ryan. <laughs> but thank, thank you, uh, Jesse, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for sharing your story tonight. And Absolutely. Um, um, there is a tradition on the hustle zone where I do a call and response and then you have to wake up the family and everything, everybody in there and you got to scream it loud and proud. But, uh, so I'm going to say, welcome to the, and then you're going to be like, hustle zone. we're still doing that. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I'm putting together a video where it's going to be like, Hustles up, and then we're gonna have all the people like, oh, so it's gonna be commercial for that magazine. So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> it's gonna be huge. But anyway, so welcome to the Hustles Out.
Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. So, um, thank you. I'm just going to break to me. So, folks, we could not do this without. So, when you guys see, well, let me know when you guys see the the comment section on the top when it goes or it disappears. Let me know um, because that means I gotta wrap it up. Um, because I think Facebook only allows you to have access to a key for a certain period of time, but I also need to get going because I can do the Hustle Zone all day, every day. Um, again, Hustle Zone shirts. I don't think we are selling this Hustle Zone shirt, um, but I I probably want the, it to be all gold, Philip Woods. If you're talking, if you're hearing us, um, but uh, you know, please purchase a Hustle Zone shirt. Keep the hope alive. You know, the Hustle Zone. Um, we are actually donating $10,000 worth of credit towards a um, to a school that is being built in California. So that is going to be, um, uh, we're going to give them a full marketing package, a full uh, website and all that good stuff, a courtesy of Hustle Zone and Bowtie Creative, because we really love to build the communities. Um, and you know, this is this is a group, this is a this is a school that is built around entrepreneurialism. So it's a business school for kids, and I think that's just amazing. So of course I had to put my dollars and cents in, and um, you know, put my money where my mouth is, and that's what we're doing. So um, either way, folks, uh, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. You guys, you guys are the reason why I do this every night at nine Mountain Standard Time. And um, you know, please check us out, HustleZone.clothing. Purchase a T-shirt. You know, twenty dollars. What would you spend those twenty dollars on? Nowadays, you can't. You can buy four Starbucks coffees. For four Starbucks coffee, you can buy yourself a t-shirt. I wish, you know what? The next thing on my dream board that I'm going to put, I'm going to put like sound effects machine so that I can put like, you know, some sad music. You know, like the sad music that you would watch on Full Full House? Yeah, that's going to be me. It's going to be like, da na na. You know what? Anyway, I got to go. I digress. I gotta. I have to. Uh, my son is itching to get back to his computer that he has. So um, I will let you guys go. And congratulations to Mark Elkill for you know winning a thousand dollars credit towards websites and branding packages. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. And every week you're going to start winning stuff because we're not stopping here. Um, and if Jesse. Conoyer. <laughs> she's looking at me right now. And she's like, she's squinting. She's like, you better not. You gotta stop doing that. Hopefully, her business can donate some stuff to the Hustle Zone, and we'll give it away. Um, and all the other businesses out there, if you guys want to donate whatever, I will happily give it away because you know what? If you guys want to think about the Hustle Zone, the Hustle Zone is about love, unity, and inclusion. We have all kinds of people on here, and we don't discriminate. We don't want to hate on people that are starting a journey. We had Susan Day was homeless. Now she's like, you know, she's picking her life up, but she's selling books at $50 a pop, and some of the big wigs couldn't even do that. So, you know, mad love to Susan Day, and thank you, Susan, for doing the tallies for me. And I love you guys. Hustle song, baby! So let me put on those credits before I go. Um... Ugh. And I, I, you know, because it was so last minute today, I didn't put um, Jesse's name. So I'm going to put them into the credits right now so that we can put this on INDB. Have you guys heard of INDB? That's where you go in. When you type in a movie, INDB comes up. And once you're in, the, once you're in IMDB, you're considered an actress. So Jesse is now considered... And Atrix, are you still there, Jesse? I'm here. <laughs> I could already tell you had enough. Um, hold on one second here. She's like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> okay, so I'm just putting your name in the credits right now. So Jesse C O N O Y E R. See, I spelled yep. it right. Canoe Look at you go. 
So we're going to put that there and, and we're going to put the credits. I feel like a grandpa, Jesse. Like, here, let me just break to you for a second here. I honestly feel like I, I, I'm so, I don't know what it is lately. I just feel so slow and I'm like, I'm just going to just do this right now. I'm going to click on this and hopefully, oh, no, it's uh, something wrong with that. So, yeah, man, I've been kind of really slow on this uh, hustle zoning thing. But, oh, and then she's on her phone and I broke to you. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going back. I digress. So, what happened? Oh, I'm right here. Okay, perfect. So we're going to break to those credits. So there we go. So Jesse's in the credits. And uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much. And if you guys want to get onto the Hustle Zone show, because you guys don't want to hear me talk about um, stuff all the time, just please hit me up. I'll get you, book you into one of the Hustle Zone shows. So thank you guys so much. And thank our guest, Jesse. And yeah, and we are out.